It is better to dwell in a corner of a housetop than with a brawling woman in a wide house. It is better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and an angry woman. Proverbs 21, verse 9 and 19. Welcome to Mary's Table Talk. My name is Mary Egbude, and today we are going to be looking at how to avoid nagging in marriage. How we can avoid nagging in marriage. Nagging is a very common word. We hear people say, you nag too much. You're always nagging. You nag too much. Today we are going to be looking at what is nagging. To nag means to complain, to murmur, to condemn, or to criticize continually. It also means to be continually troublesome. It is a negative way of communication. It is a major killer of many marriages. It is toxic and it can sink a marriage. It is a low level of communication. The book of Proverbs 17 verse 9 says, He that covereth a transgression seeketh love. But he that repeated a matter nags and separates very good friends. Okay, why do people nag? Let's look at the reason why most people nag. Immaturity and ignorance of the right way to communicate. Some people don't know how to communicate well. Some people don't know how to communicate. Then, peop- then another one, people who impatiently want things done in their own way resort to nagging. Selfishness, that selfishness. People who want things to be done in their own way, they resort to nagging. Nagging comes from a perception that you will not get what you want from the other person except you keep asking. Except you keep asking. It is also a function of perfectionist spirit. The drive behind people who want things to be done in their own way. But the shocking truth about nagging is that when it happens, it happens because one is prayerless. If you are a prayerful and disciplined type, you won't nag. You know what to do. You know you have to go on your knees. You know when you have asked something from your spouse severally and it's not responding well, you have to go to God so that God can convince him to do that thing. So who nags in marriage? Let's see the people that nag mostly. Both men and women nag. Because when you hear the word nagging, the first point of call is women. We go, our mind just goes straight to the women. But surprisingly, men too also nag. But women are most prone to it. Women are most prone to nagging. So let's see some effects of nagging on marriage, on, your, on our marital life. What are the effects of nagging? When we continue to nag, what are the effects that we get? Number one, it generates anger. When we nag always, it generates anger. The other party becomes angry. You begin to irritate that person. Then number two, it hardly yields the result you expect. When you feel if you if you if you murmur, if you nag, that person will respond. It does not work that way. It hardly yields the result you expect. Then number three, it leads to criticism and condemnation. 
before you know it, the other person begins to criticize you and begin to condemn you. It brings us negative emotions from the other party. Then number four, it makes the home difficult for the spouse that is being nagged. People, the, the person that you, that, that you are nagging at begin to avoid the house. That's why you see people, beer parlors these days, joints, they sell. Men don't go home on time. They go to beer parlor with their friends to go and drink. Some of them drink till 12 midnight, 1 before they go back home. Knowing fully well that when they get home, their wife would have been sleeping. So they occupy their time while away their time in beer parlors and in pepper soup joints. Just because they have a nagging partner at home. Then it breaks friendship. Number five, it breaks friendship. That relationship you have with that man or that woman, you break it by nagging consistently. You people begin to turn to enemies instead of friends. Then it destroys love and affection. Number six, it destroys love. It also destroys affection. When somebody is always talking, nagging, and you're always, there's always tension in the environment, love will no longer be effective in that place. Then it removes romance from marriage. Removes romance from marriage. It leads to hatred. It also encourages moving from one crisis to another. Moves from one crisis to another. That's number eight. Then number nine. God is not glorified in your nagging. The name of God will not be glorified in such an environment where there's always nagging and quarreling. Because nagging eventually leads to quarrel. But number 10, it can lead to divorce. can lead to divorce. So let's see, how can we handle a nagging spouse? When you have a spouse that nags, how do you handle such a person? You pray for him or her. You pray for that person. Don't give up on them. Don't just pray one or two times and say, ah, I'm tired of praying. Let's do whatever she wants. No. It has to be a prayer project. Something you have to take as a project and pray consistently for that party. Then you have to be patient with him or her. Patience with him or her. Most of the time when the person starts nagging, you can excuse yourself or you keep quiet. Be patient. Then study together about effective communication. You have to take our time to tell the person. When the person is in a more calm state or a better state, you have to take our time to teach the person how to communicate. Tell the person, when you want something from me, please don't do it this way. Do it this way. I will get the message, no matter how, how quiet your voice is. Then sit down to talk about it. Many nagging spouses may not even know that they nag. That's the truth. Some of them think as if it's a normal way of communication. They don't even know that they are nagging. They always think that it is just a simple request, not knowing that they are getting on the nerves of the other person. Some people don't even know what nagging means, so when you are talking about nagging, they don't understand. So, let's look at them. Okay, let your spouse know how you feel when she nags or he nags. Let your spouse know how you feel when she or he nags, okay? Then let's look at how to break nagging habits. How do we break nagging habits? How do we break nagging habits? Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearer. Okay? So now, how do we break nagging habits? The, you have to let the person know that nagging is a bad habit. When you have already known 
then when you know when about half of the problem is already solved they know that you can destroy your marriage if you continue with that kind of habits if you continue nagging your marriage can be destroyed then learn to make your request clear make to make your request clear and learn to talk with a soft tone when you are when you are, when you are asking for a request or making a suggestion learn to use the right tone then if your request is not attended to first time you ask sit down with your spouse to discuss and talk it out so that both of you can agree on it don't say ah my child must go to that school oh, that is where my friend's school my, my son my my friend's son is ah but i don't care why you do it though i don't care if you have to go and see i don't care if you have, you know you just go on and on and on and on and on and on and the person is just like i'm tired of this and gets irritated and, and in his mind he will say because of this way you're talking even if i have the money i will not do it so you know you won't really get the result that you desire by nagging always remember that the first asking the first asking is a request second is a reminder maybe your spouse forgets about it you remind the person the third one is nagging the third one is nagging so be careful when you are making it reminding him the third time don't 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 uh, remind him out of anger remember uh, out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speak it maybe you have said it the first time you have said it the second time the person has not responded the third time you're out of anger you are now angry and you are now talking it has resulted now to nagging if your request and reminder do not work take it to god in prayer nagging does not work it will only make things difficult nagging only makes things difficult remember that nagging will make your spouse look stupid childish and immature that's the more reason why you should avoid it at all costs nagging nagging does look like criticism in disguise and will make your spouse defensive you know to make your spouse defensive you want to defend himself to show that i'm a man i'm the head of this house i decide what happens here and before you know it you are getting a negative answer to a positive request so remember that nagging is disrespectful don't blame demand attack criticize or try to manipulate your spouse to do what you want okay okay instead of nagging do the following pray about the issue commit the, the heart of your spouse to god because the bible said the heart of kings are in my hands i can turn into whichever direction i please like rivers of living water okay then don't insist things must be done in your own way every time and it's and the way you want it be patient with your spouse share your feelings positively speak with the right tone don't make ultimatum or threats you know read about read books about effective communication in marriage speak at the right time and at the right place speak in the right way avoid using phrases like you always you never you should say you should you know you know now those are the things we normally say then you can use the words like would you will you can you please do these are better words and they are they communicate better use apprehensions root thanking your spouse for what he did in the past bef before making new requests it always yields results okay speak like a friend not like a commander speak with wisdom give room for playfulness 
build friendship in your marriage. It is easier to have your way with your friend than with your rival. Don't just talk to your spouse. Learn to communicate with him effectively and be patient. And God will help us. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Very, very interesting. I thank God for this topic. I have learned a lot myself. This is Mary's Table Talk. And my name is Mary Egbude. And I pray that every family that will listen to this teaching, if you are having this issue in your marriage, God will take control. God will touch the heart of your partner, your spouse, your wife, your husband, and teach you how to communicate more effectively. And remember, the antidote to every marital problem is consistent prayer. Take it to God in prayer and God will not disappoint you. Thank you. If it's your first time of listening to this podcast, God bless you. Remember to share with your friends. Thank you so much for listening.